Look out, here comes The Blitz, a podcast dedicated to covering all the local sports in Sumter, Lee, and Clarendon Counties. A member of the Item Podcast Network, presented, as always, by SKF. SKF Sumter is a global world-class employer providing a clean, conditioned environment, platinum benefits, and opportunities for everyone to grow. SKF proudly manufactures bearings to serve the medical, defense, and robotic industries. SKF, the world of reliable rotation. To apply today, go to skf.com. Welcome back to another episode of The Blitz. I'm Tim Leibel, and on this week's episode, we've got Lawrence Manning head coach Will Epps, and we went over a ton of topics. We talked about that strong core of four players that they have over with the Swampcats. We looked at their time off that they had in January as they were sidelined by COVID, and we looked ahead to the rest of their region slate and the playoffs. Let's get to it. Well, Will, thanks for joining me. You know, you guys have had a great season thus far, so we just wanted to chat a little bit about Lawrence Manning basketball. So, you know, really, uh, first off, thanks for coming in and joining me today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to speak about our guys. Absolutely. And, I mean, you guys have had, you know, a roller coaster of a year where you guys got out to a pretty solid start and then you lose, you know, most of January. You know, what has that been like for you guys to kind of navigate that of, you know, the ups and downs of just kind of, you know, figuring out what schedules are looking like on a day-to-day. Well, unfortunately, we're used to it because it's the <laughs> second year of it. Um, so it's not a surprise to the kids. They they understand it. They're more mentally prepared for it. Uh, so we just, when when we have time that we can get in the gym, we get in, we work hard, and uh, try to prepare ourselves for the next day. Absolutely. And one of the things that kind of helps you guys as you guys are going through this process is the amount of experience that you guys have. Um, you know, with with this kind of core group that you have with, with Aaron and Brandon and Jaden and Bryce, um, how much has that made coming back off of a long break a little bit easier for you guys? With, with these guys are older. They're more mature. Uh, they're more focused. Uh, it, it means, I think, every year in your career in high school, I think it, it – it means a little bit more to you every year, and you understand that um, how valuable each each time that you get to compete is. And I think that's huge with these guys. So they um, they they show up, they're ready to work. It's it's a great group. I mean, I know people say that all the time about their kids, but this group is really one of the. They get along really well. They work really hard, and they play really hard. And I'm always proud of the effort. I might not be proud of our execution, which always falls back on me, but I'm always proud of the effort. Absolutely. And, you know, it's not every day that a team that brings back as many all-region players as you have also gets to add one that was not on your team the year before into the mix with Brandon coming back right. this year. Talk a little bit on, you know, that kind of chemistry that, you know, had been built on a couple of years before, but, you know, bringing him back into the mix after having a year off of basketball. Yeah, see, he didn't he didn't play with these guys. Uh, they were playing JV his freshman year, and he was playing varsity eighth and ninth grade. So this is the first year he's really played with them, but they've got great chemistry. Uh, he and Bryce are really close to play football together. Uh, he and Jaden have been friends forever. Uh, he and Aaron have developed a great relationship. He and Denzel, another senior, really good friends. So it just – I mean, you could just tell. We were eating – when we go eat, everybody has a good time. There's no – no clicks, you know, two guys over here, everybody sits together and they, they laugh and they cut up and they hold each other accountable. 
And uh, there's, there's no jealousy. We, I mean, we've had four different people lead us in scoring. And it's, uh, it's a great, great way to be. Uh, you can't just focus on one guy on our team. You have to defend us all. And there's, there's no, no animosity. There's no bitterness when, when it's not your turn. And talk a little bit more on um, having kids that have that mindset because, you know, basketball can, you know, very much be a me sport at times um, when it comes to, you know, the the top kids on the team. And when you've got four kids that uh, understand that dichotomy of, okay, Bryce is hot. We got to start, we got to feed him from behind the arc so he can keep knocking those shots down. And, you know, knowing kind of when to hand it off a little bit. Um, talk on just, you know, how quickly that that kind of clicked with this group and, 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 you know, how much more difficult it makes it for other teams to try to defend you guys. Right. It started this summer uh, in the off season when we were playing this summer and even the games we played, we played some AAU tournaments in the spring and we just share the ball and whatever the, the matchup that's best for us, we take it. And you can tell when you watch us play, we're happy. Uh, when Jaden gets a steal on a dunk, everybody's excited on the bench. I mean, it's it's not just him and his parents; it's the whole school. And uh, when Bryce, like Bryce, had 22 last night, everybody was excited for him. Uh, Aaron Bailey only had four last night. He had an injury during the game and came back, and and he was facilitating more. He was happy for everybody. He wasn't worried that he didn't get uh, his number of shots. And and that's when you coach basketball and you get a group that's willing to play like that is special. It really is. And, and I can truly say uh, very – it's the 20th year probably I've been coaching all together, 16 or 17 varsity. And if you get a handful of teams that are truly like that, you're lucky. And uh, I'm very blessed to have this group this year. Well, you know, this is a group that also got some interesting challenges right out of the bat this year. I mean, you guys opened the year in a public school tournament where you guys played against Fox Creek and White Knoll. And, you know, that's an interesting kind of first challenge for a group that, um, you know, is adding a a new guy kind of into the mix, even though he's been around the program in the past. You know, talk a little bit on why you wanted to open the year with something like that and kind of give these guys a little bit of, you know, a kick in the mouth a little bit right off the bat. Well, our program was built that way. We we challenge ourselves. We don't back away from from good teams. We want to play good teams because we expect to be a good team. And uh, we've over the years we've always tried to pick up. Uh, we played in the turkey shootout for years over in West Florence. And when uh, my good buddy Pete Ellis moved on, I kind of broke away from that. And we try to find other ones. And this year it was a, a good opportunity. We were hoping to get to play Lexington in the second round, but we uh, we didn't handle business with Fox Creek. And uh, but that that's why we wanted to play. When they invite us, yeah, we want to play Lexington. We want to play because uh, in our league, the top of the 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 standings, those guys are better than Lexington. They're better than Crestwood. That's what uh, the guys at the District Nine terms. Oh, that's a great showing for the playing in the public school. Said, Sir, I don't mean any harm, but uh, First Baptist Trinity and Augusta Christian beat every team in this tournament by twenty. <laughs> so. You know, we're just trying to prepare ourselves for, for, for later when we get the opportunity to play those teams. Absolutely, and you mentioned that District 9, and, and getting to play against teams like Crestwood and Manning, you know, who are, you know, 
among the ranked teams that are in, in 3A over in the private school are in the public school side of things. And, you know, while, you know, it, it's not necessarily uh, comparable to the, the teams that are at the top of your region, um, it, it's a little bit of a different basketball for you guys. Oh, yeah, it's, it's really good competition. It's physical, and it's, it's the kind of challenge that we need. And we hadn't lost a man in probably 10 years. So I needed that humbling experience personally. And uh, they got a great team and having a great year. And Crestwood Coach Samuel, uh, I knew him when he was at Hartsville and then he was at Coker College. So I knew – and we scrimmaged them in the preseason. We knew what kind of challenge that was going to be. They got a great team. I think they're, what, 17-5? and five? Something like so, that, yeah. So we, we want to play good teams. We are supposed to play Somerville the second day of 5A school, and they backed out. We were disappointed we didn't get that challenge. Absolutely. And, you know, that was in the midst of, you know, a little bit of a, of a dip for you guys as far as, you know, getting the wins in the win column. And, you know, how important do you think it is to kind of experience something like that for a team? Because, you know, when you kind of get running a little bit early, especially in that, you know, non-region schedule, uh, you can kind of get, get a little confident. And, and then all of a sudden it, it kind of sometimes helps to take a little bit of a loss in there to kind of recalibrate a little bit. Right. Well, I will take uh, the blame for that. Uh, we didn't play particularly well in that tournament, but we took the week before Christmas off and didn't practice at all. I like to give my guys one week during Christmas break because it's it's you know basketball season is a, it's it's cliche, but it is a grind. We play a lot of games, there's a lot of late nights, a lot of traveling, and I try to give them a week off. And I gave them that week off, and the way it fell, we came back with with one day practice and. We weren't prepared to play in a tournament against quality competition. Uh, and then we came back and we went to Portugal, first game back, and we didn't play well there either. And then we didn't play again for 22 <laughs> days. So it's, it's, it's hard to keep your focus. But like I said, this group's mature, and, and they, they want to play. They're eager to play. They're excited to play, and they practice how they play. Yeah, and, and what's the interesting thing is where you lose three straight games and then all of a sudden, you know, when you lose three straight, you want to get back on the court right away and kind of get things going in the right direction. And then all of a sudden, you guys didn't have the option to do that. And you guys were sidelined for, you know, three weeks. So I'm sure you had a lot of guys that were antsy to get back on the court yeah, we, as soon as possible. Yeah, we shut, the, we shut the school down for about nine or ten days. So we didn't practice at all. We practiced one day and played Trinity Collegiate. <laughs> And you know that didn't go well for us. We we competed, but we we uh, we got outplayed early. And looking forward to playing them again. We want to put a better product on the court. Yeah, and you know, with that, you know, what was the challenge of of being sidelined for that long? You know, what was communication like with the guys as far as you know figuring out you know when you'd be able to get back to practice and things like that, and and just figuring out what that three-week period was really going to look like for you guys. Yeah. Well, of course, it was at first it was a lot of, oh, no, not again. Because uh, we only played 15 games last year. And uh, that, that was tough because we're used to playing 26, 27 regular season games in the tournament. But they, they came back in, in relatively good shape. Uh, That's always the big question with high school know, kids when um, you got time off. <laughs> and, you know, playing Trinity, it's a test to see, you know – how conditioned you are because they play fast and, and they're physical. Uh, and we just weren't sharp. We weren't sharp in any of our execution. But the guys were anxious to get back. And 
Yeah, and, and kind of with that, you know, as soon when you have that much time off, all of a sudden it becomes a real sprint to finish the season. Um, how have you liked seeing how your guys have responded to that so far where you guys are, are playing pretty regularly at this point, sometimes a couple of days in a row? Um, how have you liked seeing the way that they have kind of come back from that time off and, and you know, really dove in head first? It's exactly what I expected. I've got a lot of confidence in and how these guys are going to perform as far as effort and just finding the time to, to fine-tune the things that we're not executing properly is tough. We played three times last week. We got three games this week. I think we got three games against ne- again next week. So we, ha- we have to be smart when we practice. We can't uh, – I can't lose my composure because we're not doing things right and, and uh, run them and do all that old-school stuff that everybody loves to do. We have to make sure that we're very efficient with, with our practices. Absolutely. And, you know, after you guys take that loss to Trinity, you guys have, have strung together three in a row now at this point. And, you know, was was there something in that Trinity game that kind of helped kind of click things for the guys a little bit because they'd been off for so long before that, you know, th- they've started – to kind of learn from that game and get back going in the right direction? Or is it just simply uh, you, you had a, a tough team to face right out of the gates and now you guys are kind of getting back to the flow of things? Well, we handled it the way winners handle a defeat. We learn from it. Um, I think Calipari says you're either winning or learning. There's no losing. And as long as we're learning from what happens, I, I feel good about it. Uh, the young kids played a lot in that game. They stepped up. Thomas Sumpter, Josiah Burson, uh, Noah Tanner, they came in and competed, which is going to bode well for us down the stretch. They're guys that we count on to come in off the bench and, and do well for us. So, well, you know, we did exactly what I thought we would do. It was a tough game. We knew it would be a tough game. We, we weren't prepared to, to compete the way we had hoped. We went back the next day. We practiced really hard with, with a lot of passion and intensity, and we came out and we played really, really hard against Florence Christian. Yeah, and I mean, you you come back and you play back to back games after that. After you had a, you know Wednesday night off, and you play a good Florence Christian team, and then you play a rivalry game in Wilson Hall. And what was it like, kind of having those two games right after a game like that? Uh, you know. T- Talk to me a little bit about you know how the guys responded to that you know the the energy that they brought to those two games. Right. A lot of times that'll discourage kids and and they won't come out and and perform at a high level. But I, like I said, I can't keep I, I can't tell you enough how impressed I am with this group and their resolve and their ability to compete. And as a coach, you want your kids to, to play every game regardless of who they're playing with the mindset that they can win, and that's what we're doing. Absolutely. And I'd love to talk, you know, individually about some of these kids and just kind of the development you've seen from them. And really, Jaden Sanders was a really good player for you last year who um, has taken some nice steps this year to kind of improve on his game. Where have you kind of seen him kind of taking those next steps this season as a kid who uh, is really committed to the sport of basketball? Well, last year he was he was flung into the spot of having to be the go to guy down the stretch. And honestly, he wasn't ready for that. So he took some bumps. There were times where he didn't want the ball in those situations. Um, if if I draw up a play that's not for him in those situations now, I get a look from him. <laughs> he let me know he wants it. So it, his his confidence, his maturity, and then also his ability. I mean, he's 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 an elite level athlete. 
and he's an elite defender. He's our leading scorer, and he usually guards whoever their best player is. You don't always have that. A lot of times you hide your leading score on somebody that doesn't have to work quite as hard. You know, everybody – nobody likes to admit that, but a lot of times that's what you'll do. Not Give him a little Jay, bit of a break on Not defense, with Jaden. Yeah. You know, last night he was guarding the kid from Pinewood, you know, and still scores 18, 20 points. You know, he's he's – Got that mentality. He's going out and competing and, and staying positive. His problem sometimes he gets disappointed himself and and uh, a little bit too hard on himself. But he's gotten better at that and just fighting through. And and you know when you're disappointing yourself, that's tough. And he has to understand that you, no matter how good you are, there's going to be moments where you are going to going to fail. And he's getting better at handling those, which makes him a, a much better teammate, much better leader. And somebody we really count on, on both ends of the court. Exactly, and well, and and a kid that we, you know, we we've talked about uh, this with Bryce before, where I mean, you know, last year he was known as he was the shooter, and you know, he still is a great shooter, of course. But uh, you know, we talked early in the season how he was developing kind of other areas of this game of his game, and how have you kind of seen him kind of continue in that development as being a nice, well-rounded player for you? Yeah, he's he's athletic. He uh, if if you don't watch out, he's gonna steal it and go down and dunk it and. And uh, get everybody going. He's taking the ball to the basket w- with authority. He had some finishes last night. Two, three people banging off of him. He's finishing up at the rim, getting fouled, getting to the free throw line, making making the shots. Uh, he he's a kid that loves to play. He loves game time. <clears throat> uh, he practices hard as well. He he's wired that way. He's when he's competing, he's gonna go hard. He's going to play fast. Um, and. He's developing more skill and more confidence in his skill. You know, he's a kid I've talked about before. He's a three-sport guy. You don't have those a lot anymore. And so he doesn't spend as much time as Aaron and Jaden and those guys in basketball, and even Brandon, you know, because he just plays football and basketball. So so he's kind of – it takes him a little bit of time to to realize what he can and can't do. And and, and then he spends some time with – he's played with us in, in the offseason when he can. He works out when he can, but it's not – it's not like the other guys. The other guys don't miss. It's every week, two, three times, four times a week. That's what we do. Our program is based on, you know, when, when I first started coaching, it was you coached, you showed up and you coached your team in November, kind of like when I played 100 years ago. And now I spend time with these kids every month, 12 months a year, where it's player development oriented. You have to develop your players in order for your team to be successful. And that's what these kids at Lawrence Man have bought into and they look forward to. Uh, I have a guy that comes in and helps me with, with individual training, Everett Gary from Florence. He's, he's, the be- he's the best. A lot of people might not know it, but he, you won't find anybody better than him. And, and he's taken our program to, a, to the next level as far as player development. All of our kids get better. Even the ones that we don't talk about today, the kids you won't ever notice <laughs> this year, it might be two years from now, they're getting better. When, when it's not the season. We'll wait a week. When the season's over, we'll wait, wait a week, and we'll get right back in the gym. And that's, what, that's what's kind of changed here. And that's, you know, been the last eight, ten years. That's, that's what it is now. It's a year-round thing for, for most of these guys. Absolutely. And then, you know, and, you know, one of your guys had to miss out on a lot of that over the last couple of years in Brandon, where uh, he gets hurt right before basketball season last year. And, you know, you mentioned him kind of – not having played with a lot of these guys before, so he kind of you know, had to figure out what his place was on this team again after being away for a year. And how have you kind of seen his role kind of changing as the season's gone on, and and how he feels like he fits within it? 
the beautiful thing about Brandon King as a basketball player, and, and I really noticed this and appreciated his freshman year, he'll score 16, 18 points. He'll get 10 or 11 rebounds. He'll draw two charges. He'll get a couple steals, and I will not run one play for him during the game. That's a special player. Exactly. And he doesn't expect it. Now, I do run plays for him a lot, but that's the kind of player he is. It doesn't, I don't have to create it for him. He goes out in his hard work and the way he plays. And he's played his whole life. He's been a basketball kid his whole life. He's really good in football now. And his dad even said that after the first couple games. He goes, you know, he goes, I almost kind of forgot that Brandon's a basketball player. You know, that's what he's always been. He just just recently has gotten, oh, well, this kid's a – you know, Division One football prospect. You know, uh, but he's he's been an AAU and a YMCA. I remember going to see him before he came Lawrence Mann and play YMCA. I coached his brother. His parents told me so. When he's in sixth grade, we bring him Lawrence Mann, and so he's in fourth and fifth grade. I watch him at YMCA play. You know, we go way back. He's really important to me, and uh, and his parents. You know, they trusted me enough after I coached their oldest son to want to bring him back and be a part of our school and a part of our family, and that means more than any basketball game. Amen to that. Well, and then, you know, to, to kind of round out that top four, you know, Aaron is a guy that, like you mentioned before, you know, some nights he'll put up 15, 20 points for you, but he also does a really good job of facilitating things when he sees that guys do have that hot hand. And talk talk on, um, you know, a guy that, you know, has the humility to do that at times. And, you know, not everybody, you know, not every high school kid kind of does that as a point guard. They they got the ball, they want to keep it That's sometimes. so true. And last year he struggled with that, kind of wanting to be that lead scorer. And sometimes that caused him to not play up to his ability. And I don't know why or how, but it it's it's opened up to him and he sees the game the way it's supposed to be seen and he's playing almost flawlessly at times. He's the big difference in how we're playing this year. He's the one that has has said, you know what, guys, I'm going to make the right play. I'm not going to worry about me. I'm going to make the right play. And it's been contagious. And he's he's a tireless worker. He's always in the gym. He was, he was probably the one that hurt the most because he was antsy to get – he needs that gym time. You know, he wanted to be in the gym. And, uh, I mean, where he lives, there's restrictions on what they can do with the basketball goals in his yard. You know, he's one of those communities. And, you know, he was very anxious to get back in. And, and he's uh, – I, I couldn't be more proud of a young man to to change his attitude about what he wanted. He wants to win more than he wants to score 20 points. And you can tell it by the way he's played. And it's – like I said, it's contagious. We've We've – all developed that same mentality. And, and it started with him. And he plays his behind off on offense. He plays his behind off on defense. He's a tremendous leader. Um, and, and, you know, he, he just came here as a sophomore, so it takes a little bit of time to, to get that togetherness. And I, I might have told you, not most of the kids go over and after school. There's a long gap between school and practice. And, and most of them go over to Bryce's house because he lives here in town. And they all hang out and play whatever games they play, and and that that's really helped this group. I mean, they they really are a close knit group, and they they treat each other like family. And you know, brothers sometimes get on each other, <laughs> and and that's part of it too. But it's it's a healthy healthy part. 
Absolutely. And, you know, you guys are, you know, in the midst of a big region stretch for you now where you've got kind of the second run through things that kind of coming up here with, you know, Florence Christian again, that uh, that big rematch with Trinity that's going to help really kind of decide what the top of this region's looking like for you guys. And, you know, as you guys are going through this again, what is kind of the biggest thing that you learned from the first time around that maybe you guys are wanting to tweak a little bit as you're kind of going and seeing some of these teams again? Well, what we learned with with Florence and Wilson Hall is they're very, very good teams. Um, this is the first time in I don't know how many years, maybe since I've been coaching, that we were not way more athletic than Florence. <laughs> five on five, they're as athletic as us. And they've got some special players. So we didn't, uh, in the past, no knock on Florence Christian, but we've been able to roll the ball out and go get them boys and – take care of business. We had to play, and we had to play hard. And we had to play hard from the beginning because they played as hard as we did. So we, we know that's going to be a big challenge on Friday, something we have to give them complete respect. And then Wilson Hall, I mean, that's a different challenge in and of itself with the size and the ability they have. And of course, when it's a rivalry game, they, they, they can go 4-16, and 16, but if they beat us, it's been a good year. Exactly. And uh, – They'll celebrate. They'll they'll dance on the court for us. So we we know that we we hate to experience it, but we know it's a possibility. And then of course Trinity is, is they're the they're what we were for years in this conference. They're the big boys on the block, and uh, we got a chip on our shoulder, and we want to go compete with them and find out hey, can we compete with with the best? Yeah, and I mean, is that game the kind of game that you look at to determine what the postseason looks like for this group? Where those are the teams that you need to overcome if you're going to make a run in 3A. It's a test. It's a test to find out where we stand at that point. And then after we find out where we stand at that point, we know what we need to work on to try to get there as we go. Absolutely. and well, So win, win, lose, or draw, we're going to learn from it, and we're going to go figure out what we got to do to get better and, and see exactly where we stand. Absolutely. And well, and, and to that same note, you know, what do you think this team is fully able of accomplishing this year? You know, what obviously you have goals of winning a state title and things like that. But, you know, when you guys come into the gym every day, what are those conversations like for um, what you think this group is kind of able to accomplish? Well, our, our goal every year is to win our conference. That's, that's the only goal I ever set. I want to win our conference. I want to get as good a seed as we can in state playoffs. And then my goal is for our team to play our best basketball that last week. And if we do that, then we're successful. Amen to that. Well, we're looking forward to seeing how things go in a couple of weeks as you guys finish up region play and then and head into the playoffs. Uh, should be a, uh, a crazy last couple of weeks for you, but we're looking forward to see how it goes. Will, thanks for coming in and chatting some basketball with me. Well, thank you, man. I, I'll, I'll talk about basketball anytime. <laughs> and I want to thank you for, for what you're doing to help – all the kids and all the sports in this area from, from everywhere to try to help promote them. That's that's awesome, man. It really, I really, really, truly appreciate it. Absolutely. We do everything we can. No doubt. That'll do it for this week's episode of The Blitz. Thanks again to Will for coming in and chatting some basketball with us. And everybody, be sure to tune back in next week as we continue to tell interesting local sports stories. For the Item Podcast Network and Studio Sumter, I've been Tim Leibel. Thanks for listening.